0: I'm Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-Step Recovery Fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any of them either. My hope is that you will find my words helpful in some way, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 109 how to stop abandoning yourself so you can get over your fear of abandonment. One of the things that most of us in recovery are afraid of is abandonment. There's even a specific recovery program that deals with abandonment issues. It's called Adult Children of Alcoholics and Dysfunctional Families, in case you're not familiar with it. It's mostly referred to as ACA, but also sometimes as ACOA. Anyway, the ironic thing is that most people in recovery, and especially those who are adult children, abandon themselves all the time. The way we describe it, however, is not in those terms. Instead, we say things like, I self-sabotage, I don't show up for myself, I shoot myself in the foot, or I don't follow through for myself. There are two reasons why I think it's important to use the language of recovery and actually say I abandon myself. The first is, it's pretty harsh language when you say, I abandoned myself. There's no denying how awful that is. You're not pussyfooting around the issue. The second more important reason, I think it's important to use the word abandon, is that the language of abandonment reminds us that this issue is connected to why we're in recovery. Even if you're not an ACA. If you're in a, excuse me. If you're in recovery, chances are very high that you grew up in dysfunction. A huge part of growing up in dysfunction is that we get taught to abandon ourselves. It's really ironic that the thing we fear the most is the thing we learn to do to ourselves, and because it's learned behavior, that means it can be unlearned. Using the language of abandonment is important because it connects our behavior to our status as a person in recovery. I'm not doing this because I'm a piece of shit or because I'm eternally flawed. I'm doing it because I was taught to. And using the language of abandonment reminds us that the reason why we keep doing it is because of the family dysfunction And that's what we do in dysfunctional families. We abandon ourselves. The reason it's important to acknowledge that is that when we're in recovery, we know there's a solution to our issues. In all recovery programs, the solution is to go through the 12 steps of recovery. And in ACA, it is also to reparent yourself, which is another way of saying Learning how to love and care for yourself. Let's start with an example of what that looks like, what it looks like to abandon yourself. Say you've made a decision that you're going to start getting up in the morning at the same time every day because you realize that you really need some structure in your life. Yay! Good for you! Then the alarm goes off and you roll over and you hit the snooze button like 10 times. That is a perfect example of abandoning yourself. You have been taught to not treat yourself well, which by the way, means you also teach other people not to treat you well. When you decide, I'm going to stop abandoning myself, that means in this example, that you actually get up in the morning when the alarm goes off. I had this exact issue for years. I'd hit the snooze alarm like nine fucking times before finally getting up. And then I'd be all rushed trying to get myself ready from work. Not from work, for work. Now that I've stopped abandoning myself, however, I often wake up before the alarm clock even goes off. Even if I don't and it wakes me up, I get up and I stay up. One of the ways that I started making that happen was to put the alarm clock across the room so that I couldn't reach it from my bed. I had to physically get out of the bed, which makes it a lot harder to roll back over and go to sleep. Now, I realize this is just one tiny example of the many, many ways, many of which are much more extreme than this that most of us abandon ourselves. But I think you get the point. Now, here is the enormous blessing when you stop abandoning yourself. You stop being afraid of abandonment. Think about this. It makes total sense because I'm no longer abandoned when I'm not abandoning myself. I don't need people the way that I used to. I'm not clawing at them like, don't abandon me, love me, don't ever leave me, approve of me and all that stuff because I've stopped abandoning me. I'm not going to leave me ever again. I like me and I approve of me and I take care of me and I treat myself well. When you stop abandoning yourself, it's a bonus when other people like and love you, but you don't need that from them. Now, when you add your higher power that you can rely on, that you can hand things over to, that you can ask to guide your decision making, you're also not abandoned. So when you stop abandoning yourself, you stop becoming afraid of abandonment because you're not abandoned. You know you're going to show up for yourself and take care of yourself and follow through for yourself. And you also know that you have a power greater than yourself that you can rely on. What this does for relationships with others is astonishing, at least if your experience is anything like mine was. And here's why. When I stop abandoning myself and treat myself well and take good care of myself, I teach other people how to treat me and I don't put up with people who abandon me. I'm not attracted to them and guess what? I'm not attractive to those people anymore either. It's very apparent that I take really good care of myself. I remember one of my yoga teachers, who's a pillar of health and personal development and all that stuff, saying, when you have vitality of life, people listen to you. They listen because they know you've got something going on. You know something about this thing called life, about how to live well. So they listen to you because they know you know what you're doing and they want to know what you're doing. I think she was talking about something very similar to what I'm saying. When you stop abandoning yourself, you are in charge of your life because you take care of yourself. You take care of your health, your body. You signal to others that the temple you walk around in needs to be treated well. Your being, you, need to be treated well. And a large portion of me stopping abandoning myself had to do with physical self-care. I had times when I was severely depressed where I had an extremely difficult time getting out of bed and really doing any kind of self-care. Dry shampoo was my best friend. I wasn't even fucking bathing regularly. And I often didn't brush my teeth daily, and it showed when I finally went back to the dentist. Now that I no longer abandon myself, I'm back on track and I go to the dentist every six months. I bathe every other day. I take care of my physical health. When I have ailments, I get them treated right away. I don't wait around for a year for something to see if maybe it'll go away. But the larger portion of my self-care comes down to having really healthy boundaries. And this is really the reason why I switched my business model so that I no longer do general coaching. And now I coach specifically on boundaries. Because developing healthy boundaries was instrumental to me stopping the self-abandonment boundaries have had a profound effect on every single area of my life. And it's one of the issues that literally everybody I have ever coached needs help with. That's how important they are. And that's why I made the shift to coaching on boundaries. And the more I teach about boundaries, the more I understand the ripple effects they have in so many areas of our lives. I actually didn't even plan on this or think about this when I started this episode, but I'm just realizing that the opposite of self-abandonment is having healthy boundaries. I have another episode on the boundaries of self-containment and the boundaries of self-protection. If you want to listen, it's number 48. It'll give you a better understanding of how we stop abandoning ourselves when we develop healthy boundaries. Now, I invite you, dear listener, to start taking good care of yourself. It starts with just one action. So, if you haven't been brushing your teeth every day, for example, start by brushing your teeth tomorrow. And then, one day at a time, brush your teeth. And maybe. Put your alarm clock on the other side of the room. Or maybe enlist the help of another person who can be your wake-up partner in the morning. You can check in with each other and say, yep, I'm awake and I'm ready to take on the day. If you feel like you need help with any of this, I'd love to do a Better Boundaries phone call with you. I'll put a link in the show notes, but you can go to betterboundarieswithbarb.com And there's a link for a free 30-minute consultation on boundaries. I want to remind you that it doesn't matter how much you've abandoned yourself, it doesn't matter how many ways you've abandoned yourself, and it doesn't matter how many decades you've been abandoning yourself. It's never too late. You can turn that shit around. No one is beyond hope including you and healing is possible for everyone talk to you next week oh wait if you're not already following me on instagram please do i'm at higher power coaching dm me there with ideas for more podcast episodes i'd love to hear from you that's it for today please share this episode with anyone who might find it helpful if you like what you've heard here, you might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, then head on over to barbchat.net or you can get on my calendar for a free 20-minute consultation to help you make lasting changes in your life, like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, then go to barbchat.net and get on my calendar. I'd love to chat with you. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. This helps other people find me. Thanks for listening.